is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Another board for Bugs. Gives it off to Chayton. Outlet ahead to Bickle. Can't find the teammate to hand it to, but she finds the cutting Bugs for the layup, pushing the lead to a game-high 14 with a minute nine to play in the third quarter. What good ball movement by the Bears and a beautiful find from Bickle to Bugs for a nice finish. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. If you'd, if you'd ask me what's Bugs good at, um, you know, coming here to Baylor, I would have told you elbow jumpers, especially if she can get to a rhythm off one bounce, short corner jumpers, um, and then just scoring around the rim, you know, and being a utility Swiss Army knife type kid. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. That's going to do it. The Bears can run out the clock in this one. Kansas had not lost a game at Allen Fieldhouse this season, but they will be undefeated no more once the clock hits zero. A strong defensive effort by the Bears, who out-rebound one of the top ten rebounding teams in the nation by a factor on the night of 14 rebounds advantage for Baylor. They win this one tonight, 75-62. Now. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Wednesday, another rainy, icy Wednesday in Central Texas. Highlight cuts in the open, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Heard from Derek Smith, Sophia Young, Malcolm, head coach Nikki Collin. Baylor women in action tonight, and the game will be played as scheduled tonight at 7 o'clock, Baylor versus Kansas. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Talk about that. Get the uh, get the KU perspective on things. Steven Davis does play-by-play for Jayhawks women's basketball. He's in town. The team is in town. We'll visit with him about uh, what travel hurdles they had to overcome, if any. And talk about the matchup tonight, Baylor and KU, coming up in the hour. But Aaron, uh, I'm sure there were plenty of discussions. Uh, I was not a part of, you know, whether to play this game tonight or not. But the uh, decision was made, yes, we're going to play. Kansas got here. So uh, it's going to go on as scheduled at 7 o'clock tonight. Yeah, I think for the most part, the extreme weather has missed Waco. It's hit everywhere else, but... It's like Waco's had an umbrella over it, is what Tom said. And I was like, that's pretty accurate because it's Austin is covered in snow. Dallas is covered in snow. And yet here we are sitting right in between them. And uh, I don't think that – I don't think it's going to get bad tonight. Hmm. And then tomorrow, it's supposed to be in the mid to upper 30s by early in the afternoon. So there shouldn't be any problems after the morning drive. I mean, there may be some overnight freezing, but – even now, looking at the temperatures, I'm not sure that there will be. Yeah, 
So uh, it is still spitting out there, and by spitting, uh, to me, it's rain. It's not even sleet. It's not even, uh, you know, ice in any way. It is, uh, and it's not snow. You know, if it's this cold, I want to see snow, you know? Right. If we're going to put up <laughs> yeah, with it. Yeah, it's going to melt immediately, but right, yeah, let's, right. see, let's see some snow. I know, I know. How often do we have it this cold, and let's get some snow out of this. Yeah, and it's supposed to, uh, according to the forecast, it's supposed to snow for the next couple of hours, so we'll see. All right, we'll see. Uh, again, spitting out there right now, um, driving to the station here. Uh, roads are in pretty good shape, very good shape, actually. Be careful of the bridges and overpasses. Obviously, you know, they freeze, um, and, but they've all been salted or sanded, so I, I think everything is pretty pretty good, and it, it warms my heart to see that there are very few people out, so that's good. You know, they take the, the warning seriously to stay in unless you absolutely have to get out. And they are driving slower, which is good to see because a lot of times people get out, they kind of test it. Nah, this is fine, you know, Me. and then they, <laughs> you know, pedal to the metal. Right. But most people are, or everybody that I saw was driving uh, at a slower spa- uh, pace. So that's a good thing. Yeah. And if I'm here, the roads are pretty decent because I yeah. don't do <laughs> I know. cold weather and ice on the roads. I checked before I left the house and I can kind of tell by the road in front of my apartment complex mm-hmm. how it's doing. Because it's going to be like right in front. There's two huge trees that overhang over the over the street, and ice just stays there. Ice. Like it'll uh-huh. stay there for two days after everything else is wow. melted because yeah. the tree cover's so thick. And there wasn't even hardly any ice right there. There was some, but not. Gotcha. It wasn't completely covered. I was like, okay, it's it's okay. Just have to not slam on the brakes or try to switch lanes when you're on the bridge. Is like you said, uh, there's ice on them. They've all all been sanded, but that doesn't mean you can. You know, dry, exactly. Do, do knucklehead stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like my dad used to say, there's a lot of kooks on the road. That's so exactly be right. Careful, be <laughs> careful of the kooks out there. And and as you come to a bridge, uh, you know, if you're the only vehicle on there, don't even touch your brakes. Right. You know, that's the thing. Don't Just change stay lanes. Off your brake. Don't, don't change lanes. Don't touch exactly. the brakes. Yep. And if there's somebody else on the bridge in front of you, make sure you've got enough distance there. Uh, between yourself and them, that means going slower probably. But uh, these are all common sense things that hopefully everybody uh, knows and thinks about. And uh, uh, I know there have been a bunch, it sounds like a bunch of fender-bender type accidents or people just sliding off the road. So I drove in here uh, from 84, coming in from McGregor, Mm -hmm. where we live. And on Highway 84, it's right past the exit so if you're coming eastbound toward Waco from 84, coming into town, right past the exit to Hewitt Drive and Estates Drive, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the little guardrails in the middle, which are the metal posts and then the, um, uh, the, the wires, you know, that are mm-hmm. right there in the middle. Yeah. There's some of those that are torn down. Yeah, there was like er- early yesterday morning, I think was the worst of it. And I saw a video of Highway 6 by the mall. And it was just littered with cars wow. that it that it hit the bridges right there and, yeah. and kind of spun out before they got uh, a lot of them sanded or salted or you know depending on where you are what they're going to do to it. But I guess we use sand around here for the yeah, most part, don't yeah, we? For the most part, yeah, I, for some, I think so too. I think it's better for the environment. I think I, I think the, I've the runoff that. after the yeah. with the sludge and the salt isn't good for plant yeah. life around it. So gotcha. I think that's why they use sand, but they both work. So they do. And some places we go this time of year for basketball, 
I mean, there's 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 a lot of salt that's on the ground in, in Lawrence, in Manhattan, in Ames, <laughs> in Morgantown. Yeah. Uh, you know, like to have the, have the salt uh, concession at those places. All right, so so all that to say, roads are, are good, in good shape. Well done by a lot of people out there that we don't even know about, you know, doing all this work, so thanks to them. But just take it easy, drive slower than normal, and uh, uh, just be extra cautious, and you'll be okay. So here's the word on the game tonight. Baylor, Kansas women, 7 o'clock tip-off. It'll stay at 7. Uh, they sent uh, Baylor Athletics sent out a note earlier says, due to an extended winter storm warning for Central Texas, all fans attending Wednesdays, Baylor women's basketball game against Kansas will be admitted free. Free attendance for the game tonight. We encourage all fans to monitor the weather and road conditions. We hope our Baylor family can safely make it to the Farrell Center tonight. Uh, a couple of other notes. Admission for the women's basketball game is free. Prior to the game, the ticket windows will be closed. There is no need to secure your seat prior to arrival on Wednesday. So don't worry about coming, getting in line, getting a ticket. Just come and come right in. Fans can simply choose a seat, but if a season ticket holder arrives, please adjust your seating selection and find another spot close by. Uh, Championship row, which is courtside seating, and black seats will remain reserved and operate as normal. Previously sold women's basketball tickets and assigned seats will be honored. Game day seat assistance will be available from your nearest seat usher. No refunds, returns, or exchanges to previously purchased tickets will be granted. If you're thinking, wait a minute, I paid for that ticket. Now it's free. Can I get my money back? No. The answer is (laughs) no. Thanks thanks for asking, but no. And then finally, parking for tonight's game will operate on a first-come, first-served basis. Fans attending the game are encouraged to park as close to the entrance as possible. Handicap spaces will require the necessary plate or placard. There's some notes for the game tonight. Baylor, Kansas, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center. Or just uh, stay inside and listen to Derek and Sophia here on the radio or watch Jim Haller and I on television tonight. Uh, We'll have the broadcast for you this evening, radio and TV. All right, let's, uh, let's take a break here. We are off and running on a Wednesday. Drive safely outside. Take a break. We'll be right back from the Alan Samuels Studios We're brought to you, as always, by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show Thursday, February 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. 
And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLionFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Lion gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Lion partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Lion magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Lion Foundation member today at BaylorLionFoundation.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. You could get her chocolates, you could get her flowers, or you could get her jewelry. At D'Amore Fine Jewelers, you can get her all three. February 1st through February 14th, receive free designer chocolates and free red roses with all fine jewelry purchases, $99 or more. Free roses and free chocolates for your Valentine, only at D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Wednesday, rainy, icy out there, and we are glad you're with us, and we're glad to be brought to you in part by Alliance Bank Central Texas, independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. All right, Baylor, Kansas women coming up tonight, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center. Visit with uh, Stephen Davis, the voice of the Jayhawks women's basketball coming up in a bit. One game on the women's side in the Big 12 last night, 20th-ranked Oklahoma beat TCU. 101-78 to was the final. OU uh, gets to 7-3 and in league play. TCU is 0-10 in the Big 12. They are the only winless team on the, uh, on the women's side. 
well, on both sides now, only winless team in Big 12 conference play. Uh, tonight, there are three other games in addition to ours. Baylor in Kansas, 24th-ranked Texas, plays at West Virginia, 6 p.m. Central Time tip-off. 12th-ranked Iowa State plays at Kansas State, 630. Uh, and all these games on Big 12 now on ESPN+. And then 6.30 tonight, Texas Tech at Oklahoma State. Our game, Kansas at Baylor, 7 o'clock and right here on ESPN Central Texas. So uh, a look at the standings. Texas playing at West Virginia tonight. Um, Texas leads the league, actually uh, co-leads with Iowa State. They are both 7-2 and two in the conference. Oklahoma with the win last night at 7-3. and three. West Virginia and Baylor are 5-3, and three, so uh, tied for fourth place. In the league standings, Kansas alone uh, a game behind at four and four in the conference. Then Oklahoma State at four and five, Tech at three and five, Kansas State two and seven, and TCU at zero oh and ten. That's the women's standings in the Big Twelve Conference as we go into this game tonight, uh, or actually four games on the league schedule tonight. On the men's side, last night it was uh, the rematch: Kansas and Kansas State. It was on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus for the game last night. A top 10 matchup in the nation. Eighth-ranked Kansas, seventh-ranked K-State, and it lands on ESPN Plus. And Coach Tang, not happy about the officiating in Allen Fieldhouse. What a shock. And that is in no way a shot at Coach Tang. Right. You know, just for people who maybe have missed it, I've talked – Many times about how terrible the officiating is, especially late in the game at Allen Fieldhouse, no matter who they're playing. It's just a huge home court advantage anyway, and it seems like it increases <laughs> as you get to the last two minutes of the game, and it look, it happened again last night. <laughs> just It's just unbelievable how many times – well – I, I, you can you can uh, go to Twitter. You can Google Coach Tang's remarks and see yeah. what he said. You get the idea. Everyone knows what happens when you go to to Allen Fieldhouse. Did he in say, a close game? Yeah. Didn't he say something like, "I've been here a lot of times and I've seen this a lot"? Yes. Something like yes, that. Yes. Every everyone has, <laughs> and it, it, it's it's so bad. It's literally three quarters of the games that they've had in conference have been close, and they've won after controversial calls late in the game. Yeah. But that's every year, like he says. He, he He's not the only one that's been watching it a long time <laughs> and, and sees it every year, and it's just, if if I didn't shave my head, I, I, it would make me want to pull my hair out. <laughs> All right, so Kansas won that game, if, uh, if you couldn't tell by that. 90-78, uh, to 78, Kansas wins over K-State. That's after K-State won in overtime by a point in Manhattan earlier this year. So uh, Kansas gets to 6-3 and three in conference play with the win. Uh, also, TCU beat West Virginia last night, 76-72. Ended up being a four-point game. Uh, there was at one point in that game a graphic. Uh, Ted Emmerich and uh, King McClure were doing the game on TV, and they threw up a graphic about TCU uh, coming from double digits down to win and coming and losing double digits uh, leads to lose. Point was, you got to stay till the end because you don't <laughs> right. know you don't know how it's going to turn out. Just because it's a thirteen, you know, eleven, uh, fifteen, eighteen point lead, one way or the other. Yeah, no one's ever out of the game when TCU is playing men's basketball. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Neither them or the opponent. So if, if if somebody jumps out to a lead, just hold tight. <laughs> one game going to get close. One game tonight. It's Bedlam, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma, eight o'clock on ESPN two this evening. 
And I think I'm right in saying that will get, uh, yeah, that's right. So that will get everybody to nine game, nine league games played uh, with the Cowboys and the Sooners when they play tonight, nine being the midpoint of the conference round robin. So as it stands right now, Texas 7-2 and two, leads the league. Kansas, Kansas State, TCU, and Iowa State after the uh, results last night, all sitting at 6-3, and three, a four-way tie for second place in the league standings. Baylor at 5-4, and four, Oklahoma State's 3-5, and five, Oklahoma's 2-6, and six, West Virginia 2-7, and seven, and Tech coming off the monumental comeback win over Iowa State is 1-8. and eight. Tech headed to Waco on Saturday. They will be riding high, uh, or as bad as high as they've been all year. Almost good that there's a little time, you know. Right. Maybe the, uh, you know, maybe it gets uh, softened a little bit. That big come from behind win. Uh, the other side of it, it's good rest for Texas Tech. Had to go to overtime to beat Iowa State and come from 23 points down to win the game in overtime. It's still going to be tough for them, though. That's you always have big lows after the big highs, which that was obviously a big high. That massive comeback. And they're going to be on the road. Yeah. And Baylor plays really well at home. They're one of the best home teams in the country. Hope a great crowd on Saturday again. Weather's going to be fine by the time we get there. It's national TV on CBS. So hopefully, oh, wow. uh, yeah. So hopefully it'll be a really Not good ESPN show. Not ESPN Plus? Not ESPN Plus. I make jokes, but I'm a subscriber. And sure. They, there's a lot. They're pushing their product by putting they are. big games on there. And I don't mind it since I, you know, since I have it. I was like, hey, I just dial it up. That's Let's go, Kansas, Kansas State. <laughs> All right, Baylor and Tech uh, men play at noon on Saturday in the Farrell Center. Tonight it's the Baylor women versus Kansas. Let's get the uh, Jayhawk side of things. Visit with Stephen Davis, does play-by-play for the Jayhawks. Should I ask him at some point? If, if he feels like the Kansas women get all the calls when they play at Allen Fieldhouse, you think that applies to the Kansas women? <laughs> no, I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> the record would be a little bit better. Yeah, but uh, we'll visit with Steven. Great guy, does a great job uh, representing KU, and we'll visit with him when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. Oh, baby, we're uh, two weeks away from Valentine's, and DMRA has you covered. Check out the great deals available for Valentine's at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Recently on Game Time. Welcome into the program, the athletic director and vice president and director of intercollegiate athletics from Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. I, I wish, you know, there was about five or six of me and I could clone <laughs> myself and, and get, to, get to all of them because it's important. You know, I've got a great staff. I think it's the, the best in the country and we divide and conquer. And it's a lot of fun and it, it's a joy to be around our, our student athletes and coaches. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, 
fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the good feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the good feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You could get her chocolates, you could get her flowers, or you could get her jewelry. At D'Amore Fine Jewelers, you can get her all three. February 1st through February 14th, receive free designer chocolates and free red roses with all fine jewelry purchases, $99 or more. Free roses and free chocolates for your Valentine, only at D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinsch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Tom Brady has said after 23 years it's time to retire, this time for good. Brady made a short announcement via Twitter this morning. The Dallas Cowboys will be the last team to ever beat Tom Brady. The Houston Texans have hired their new head coach in 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. The Broncos agreed to a trade yesterday with the New Orleans Saints to make Sean Payton their 19th head coach. The Big 12 2023 football schedule is out and the Bears have eight home games next season, including the first four at McLean Stadium. Baylor women back at the Farrell Center tonight, hosting Kansas, 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Three other games in the Big 12 tonight, number 24, Texas at West Virginia, number 12, Iowa State at Kansas State, and Texas Tech at Oklahoma State, all three tip at 6.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Wednesday. As we've said, drive carefully out there. Travel safe, not the best travel conditions for the Kansas Jayhawks women's basketball team to come to Waco, but they are uh, reportedly here and ready for the game tonight, 7 o'clock this evening in the Farrell Center, Baylor and KU. As we've mentioned, uh, free admission to fans coming in tonight, parking, first come, first serve. So uh, don't rush to the game and don't uh, put yourself out there. But if you feel comfortable uh, driving to the game, it is free admission tonight for the game. Uh, let's well, let's get the Kansas side of things. Welcome in the play-by-play voice for Kansas women's basketball. Stephen Davis joins us now. Stephen, welcome and thanks for your time. Oh, thank you, John. And yes, I can confirm KU women's basketball is in Waco. We we made it and uh, ready to go for this game tonight. Uh, hopefully, uh, some folks will will show up. But uh, as you said, uh, drive safely. That's uh, that's priority number one for yeah. everybody. Uh, stay safe in this weather. Yeah, absolutely. Did y'all have any hurdles uh, getting here? I'm, I think you came in yesterday, right? Any hurdles getting to Waco? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it was not a normal trip. Uh, instead of flying right into Waco, we had to fly into Houston oh, yesterday gosh. and then uh, make the little bus drive up from Houston. The, the 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 drive wasn't too bad until the last oh forty five minutes or so. Then it was a little more slow going on the highway. But uh, everything good in town. But uh, yeah, a little uh, a little hurdle as you would call it, uh, having to fly to a different destination and bus on in. Yeah, that's more than the little hurdle. Uh, usually, what hour and a half charter flight coming in. But now you go to Houston, then you got a three or three or more hour bus ride at the end of the flight. Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, it, it threw everybody off a little bit, but uh, this team's a veteran team. They just kind of roll with it. We had some entertainment on the bus. They were able to put the men's game uh, on the TVs on the bus while we were driving up uh, and stopped at a Bucky's on the way. So ah. you, can't beat that. <laughs> you know what? That almost makes it worth it. Almost makes it worth <laughs> going to Houston to be able to stop at a Bucky's. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, uh, you know, uh, for as many minor league baseball trips as I've been on yeah. the state of Texas, when they said, we're going to stop at a Bucky's when the bus driver hopped on the mic and said, we were stopping. I'm like, this trip is a good trip. I, don't <laughs> care what else I agree. That's great. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I look forward to seeing you at the Farrell center and, uh, we're going to go over pronunciations before, uh, our oh, broadcast, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just looking at the roster, man. And, uh, golly, I mean, you could have a, Hatsileonte passing to Kurskeeter to Papa Dapulu to to Legdi to Ajekwu. I mean, you you got some names, and I'm guessing that translates into a pretty international roster for KU. Yeah, it's about half and half of uh, players who are domestic origin and half from international. Now, interestingly, it's a, an All-American starting five lately for the Jayhawks, with the bench mostly being comprised of international players, but. Uh, yeah, even some of the, the the domestic players from the U.S. Holly Kurzgeeters from Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you get some some tricky names in there as well. So and Tiana Jackson, not the easiest first name uh, in the world. There, yeah, it's a, it's a long pronunciation guide that our, our sports information director Doug Self has to put together uh, for KU women's basketball. But it's one that, that once you get it down tonight, JMO, you'll be on it. Yeah, on that TV broadcast, and uh, hopefully you, you, it won't be too much for you to pick up there at the start. Well, good. I appreciate your confidence in me. Thank you for that. Uh, and and uh, Tiana Jackson, you one that you mentioned, not in the even in the pronunciation guide, but golly, is she having a great year for you? 
Yeah, she's uh, she's fantastic uh, in a word. She she was a JUCO transfer a year ago. She's legitimate post presence, not only uh, with size but with athleticism. Uh, and last year, she was a really good defender. She was the first Jayhawk ever to make the Big 12 all-defensive team. She set the school record for blocks in a season. And then over the summer, she and uh, the associate head coach for KU, Terry Nooner, worked in the gym every day. They'd get at it for a good, solid, hard 45 minutes working on offensive stuff. And she looks like a different player this season. She's really a force now at both ends of the floor. Uh, she's right there among the, the three leading scorers for KU, averaging about 15 points a game. She averages 12 and a half rebounds, but that number is 14 and a half in conference play. Wow. She's just so active on the glass at both ends. And it's not just the height that she has, the length of her arms, but she's one of the quickest and fastest players on the court. She would tell you she's probably the fastest or second fastest player on KU's team. And you can watch her run the floor and you'll see it. Uh, she's quick going for a rebound. She's one of those players who can start on one side of the lane and the rebound will come off the other side and she'll be there to get it. And then that's where the height and the reach comes in for her. And she's got a pretty soft touch. Uh, she's shooting well over 60%, up close to 65% this season. Uh, she's the, the the difference maker for this KU team that allows them to compete with uh, anybody in the Big 12 and really gives them a, a chance to compete with almost anybody in the country because she brings such a different uh, flavor to the basketball that KU has had in recent years with uh, with her impact at both ends. Wow. Let's looking at some of her accomplishments already. 13 double-doubles in 19 games. She leads the Big 12 in blocks, rebounds, field goal percentage, and double-doubles. Third in the nation, Division One in rebounds, and fifth in block shots. Uh, must be a real defensive uh, uh, force down low for KU. Yeah, absolutely. And the teams, you know, the, the Iowa States and the K-States of the world will try to put five shooters on the court and bring her away from the basket, mm -hmm. which is one way to loosen things up because KU is one of the top shot-blocking teams in the country. I was looking at the stats today, and it's weird to see Kansas uh, in women's basketball up near the top of the league in block shots and Baylor down by the bottom. Hmm. Uh, but that's the situation we've got tonight. And she's such a presence with her ability to not only block shots, but early in the season, especially in the non-conference teams would go in there and realize this was not a great idea to go in and challenge her and they'd adjust their shots. So she had games where she might get two block shots, but alter 10, 15, maybe even 20 shots uh, just from people having to adjust when they got inside. Now in Big 12 play, a few more teams have gone right at her and she's had some bigger games in terms of block shots with three, four or five block shots. Last game against K-State, she didn't have any, uh, which was kind of unique. But again, K-State was playing five perimeter players most of the time and she was having to run out to the three-point line to challenge shots a lot of the evening. I got you. That's uh, Tayana Jackson. Watch for her tonight. Wears number one on her uh, KU jersey. How about Holly Kurskeeter, uh, preseason All-Big 12. And uh, now that's a name that our fans may remember just because she's been around a while and she's been very, very good. Yeah, that's the thing about this KU team. They've been around a while. They've been pretty good. Holly Kurzgeeter and I'd lump Zakaya Franklin in with her as well. Uh, they're both going to get a lot of touches. They're both going to get a lot of shots tonight. They both average 14 or 15 points a game, and they're both fourth-year players. They came in when Brandon Schneider was still trying to get this program off the ground and get it back to some winning ways, and they've been a part of some struggles. They were a part of the resurgence last season that saw – KU women's basketball make the NCAA tournament for the first time in a decade, uh, and they feel like they have unfinished business. And the fact they're in their fourth year 
nothing phases them. The, the flight difficulties yesterday and having to take an extra three-hour bus ride, not going to bother them. They've seen everything. They've been through everything in college basketball. They, they know exactly what it takes, uh, and they've faced Baylor all these times and never had any success against the Bears. So, uh, obviously, Holly Kurzgieter is a very talented player, very good at the offensive end, but it has become a rebounding force uh, as well. She's the complement to Jackson when, when it seems like if KU gets a rebound and it's not Tiana Jackson, it's usually Holly Kurzgieter grabbing it. Uh, she had her third double-double of the season on Sunday in the last ball game for the Jayhawks, uh, and she's very capable of putting up 7, 8, 10, 12 rebounds uh, in any given night too. Stephen Davis, our guest, play-by-play voice for Kansas women's basketball, Baylor KU women's hoops tonight in the Farrell Center. And uh, tell me what you remember about the first meeting of the year. This is the, you know, starting the second half of the round-robin schedule. I remember that was a huge win for Baylor to go in there and, and win over a ranked Kansas team. Uh, I think at the time Kansas was higher ranked than Baylor. Uh, that first meeting on January 7th, Baylor that week beat two ranked opponents on the road, Kansas and Oklahoma. It was a really big week. What, uh, what stands out to you? What do you remember about that first game? Yeah, the, the first thing that comes to mind is exactly what you said, that both teams were ranked and KU was ranked higher. And it yeah. was just kind of shocking to look at that going in. But as you said, Baylor was coming in off a road win at Oklahoma, was playing really well. Uh, and KU was looking back to last season when they almost beat Baylor in Allen Fieldhouse. Felt like they almost should have won that game a season ago. Uh, and honestly, Baylor was the much better team in the first game this year. They were tougher. Uh, they, they owned the backboards and just crushed KU in the rebounding stats. Uh, but the thing, honestly, that I remember, uh, and looking back at the box score today from that first game, both teams did not substitute a lot. It, mm. it was the starters playing almost the entire way for both sides. Baylor's three starting guards played all 40 minutes in that game. Andrews, uh, Owens, and Asbury played all 40 minutes. Franklin and Kurzgieter for KU played all 40 minutes in that game. There was a lot of 33, 35-plus minute lines for some of the other starters in that one. So it'll be interesting to see if things shake out differently tonight because it uh, looks like both coaches have been trying to get their benches involved a little bit more or if they go, hey, this is a big one tonight. We know we need our, our big guns out there more if you see the starters uh, a little bit more. Uh, and the other thing that stands out, obviously, is uh, Little Page Bugs was a big factor in that game. And, and, and as I'm sure you know, when she plays well, Baylor's a much different team, and she had a huge double-double in Lawrence in that yeah. first meeting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so Kansas comes in 14-5, and 4-4 four and four in Big 12 conference play. It's a game behind Baylor. Baylor at 5-3 and three in the Big 12 standings coming in tonight. But uh, most recent game, uh, you guys knocked off Kansas State on Sunday, Sunday afternoon in Allen Fieldhouse. I texted you and David Lawrence. I was listening to the game on Sunday. <laughs> and lo and behold, the lights went out in Allen Fieldhouse. Uh, my yeah. first, I laughed because we had a similar situation in the Farrell Center this year. A men's game against Oklahoma State. The lights went out. Very similar deal. Uh, the, the delay was about the same length. You have to wait for the lights to cool off, and then you flip them back on. Uh, how was that for you on Sunday? It was it was unexpected to say the least. Right. Uh, and the timing of it was the, the oddest part because the first quarter had just concluded and it was about five seconds after the horn sounds, teams start walking to their benches and the lights go down. And David Lawrence and I kind of looked at each other like, oh, they're doing some kind of presentation right, or ceremony. Right. And then it dawned on us both that, wait, they never turn the lights down in the field <laughs> right. house. We've never seen this before. 
And sure enough, one of the officials immediately walked over to the scorer's table and started asking for facilities going, is this an issue or can we get these lights back on right away? Uh, and they were on it immediately and came over and they're like, Hey, it's going to be about 15 minutes. We're going to send the teams to the locker rooms. And it basically became kind of like playing hockey. Yeah. We played the first <laughs> quarter, had a 15 plus minute break, played the second quarter, had 15 plus minutes for halftime. Then we played the rest of the game. So yeah. uh, hopefully we don't have to go through that again, but it was, uh, it was unique. It was kind of fun. Um, and you know, it, it all works out when you end up winning the game. I don't sure. know if right. they would say they had as much fun <laughs> with it, but yeah, talking to the players, they say they just went back in the locker room, tried to stay loose and uh, have some fun. And then, uh, coach came in, talked for about five minutes, and went back out and warmed up again. So uh, you just got to go with the flow with whatever happens. But let's keep the lights on tonight. Can we do that? At least? Uh, yes, that's the plan. That is absolutely okay. the plan going in. So, But you know how plans uh, sometimes work. Did you find out later, I mean, what was the reason for the uh, for the outage? Ours was like a not a citywide, but uh, there, were, there were pockets around the city that lost power at the same time the Farrell Center did. Uh, was that uh, exclusive to Allen Fieldhouse, or was it more widespread? No, it was. I never got an explanation on what it was. There was no power outage around town, and the rest huh. of the lights in the building were on. The, the scoreboard, the video board, the huh. shot clock, all the ad display panels on the tables around the court, and, and all the entryways, those were all still on. It was just the lights on the ceiling that illuminate the court to allow you to play. Interesting. It was almost as though a switch had been flipped. It got bumped or something. I don't know. I never got an explanation, but it was so odd because everything else was on. There wasn't a pop. There wasn't any concern about getting the lights back on with with any urgency. So uh, I think it was definitely just an isolated incident that day. Interesting. Well, gives you stories to tell, and you and David filled uh, filled the time admirably. So well done. And hopefully we play uh, 40 minutes tonight and don't have any extended delays. Hey, it is great to visit with you. It's great to have you in town. Look forward to seeing you at the Farrell Center this evening. And uh, thanks again for being on on with us. Absolutely, John. An honor to be on with you. Looking forward to seeing you tonight and uh, seeing how this game plays out. Same here. And my best to your mom and dad. You know I love your dad and respect him as much as anybody in the business. So uh, give my best to them, please. Absolutely. We'll see you tonight, Jamie. All right. Thanks very much. Stephen Davis with us, uh, does play-by-play for Kansas women's basketball, Baylor and KU tonight, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center. Our broadcast, the Baylor broadcast, uh, beginning at 6.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. That's Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm. Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Jim Haller and I, we look forward to that and uh, look forward to the game tonight, Baylor and KU. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Look ahead, wrap things up in the 3 o'clock hour, then uh, then hit the mean streets of Waco, headed to campus after we – no, that's not fair. The streets are in great shape. Don't let me scare you at all. Uh, and, again, thanks to the folks who have uh, done so much work behind the scenes. Uh, late nights, early hours, I'm sure, uh, making the roads passable. Just be extra careful as you're out on the roads today and tonight. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show from the Alan Samuel Studios. John Morris, Aaron Sexton will be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Porter Mosier in one of the tightest golf shirts in the conference. Man loves a good tight golf shirt. I mean, guys like John Morris and I that are kind of built a certain way. Aaron, you used to be built like us. You lost all that weight. John and I, we're normal looking guys, and we like a good XL golf shirt. 
Porter Moser is a man in his 50s who has decided to show everybody every aspect. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code gallon for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code gallon you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code gallon for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code gallon ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinsch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Tom Brady has said after 23 years it's time to retire, this time for good. Brady made a short announcement via Twitter this morning. The Dallas Cowboys will be the last team to ever beat Tom Brady. The Houston Texans have hired their new head coach in 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. The Broncos agreed to a trade yesterday with the New Orleans Saints to make Sean Payton their 19th head coach. The Big 12 2023 football schedule is out and the Bears have eight 
home games next season, including the first four at McLean Stadium. Baylor women back at the Farrell Center tonight, hosting Kansas, 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Three other games in the Big 12 tonight, number 24, Texas at West Virginia, number 12, Iowa State at Kansas State, and Texas Tech at Oklahoma State, all three tip at 6.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Colorado if he take her with him closes the door before the winter less a cold in and wonders if her love is strong well, Zach Brown brings us back winter weather it is that's what we have here in Central Texas below freezing uh, but again the roads are passable just be careful give yourself a little bit of extra time out there. Back with us, final segment in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll hand things off to uh, Mr. Mosley coming up top of the hour. Uh, Aaron, do you think Mac will have any trouble uh, getting to the studio today? I don't. Weather-wise. Let me me put it that way, weather-wise. I would just say, who cares? He's not listening. (laughs) Matt has already had trouble today whoa really yeah, seriously yeah I, oh, i'm sure he'll talk about it because you yeah. know matt matt is pretty oh he's an open book forthcoming about every, yeah. everything that happens in his life did he slide the ice he did he oh. he may or he well i'm not gonna say may or may not have he did slide off the road somewhere oh near God. his home he's okay though yeah yeah he's okay. fine yeah. yeah he and there was some good samaritans that were nearby that helped him out with you know salt and okay. and and uh, got his car out and got him back on the road. But, yeah, he did. He said he was coming up to a stop sign and kind of was in between going a little too fast and thought he might slide through the stop sign. Yeah. Um, and so I think he just turned the wheel and kind of slid off the road instead, yeah. which is better, though, than sliding through the going stop through, sign. And, right, right. And have, like, assuming it's not a four-way, you know, someone who has the right-of-way thinking you're going to stop, and then all of a sudden you're just out in the intersection. Exactly. So. But he's fine. I think there was maybe a little damage to his vehicle. I'm not sure. Oh, but poor guy. Yeah. He, I, I, he, I, he, uh, when I said that, I had no idea no, <laughs> that I know. this had really I, happened. I, yeah, we had just <laughs> talked about it a few minutes before the show. Uh, yeah, he had he had a little trouble up on the roads uh, where the weather is a little worse than it is right here in yeah. good old Central Texas. But he is fine, and he will be ready to go in about nine minutes. All right. You sure? Nine minutes? Give or take a Nine-ish. minute or two. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've seen some video from the Metroplex. And now they it got is a some, mess. Yeah. It, it, some actually, of those big flyovers, you know, mm-hmm. those things. Woo, man, stay away from those. Yeah, I saw a picture of Jerry World, and it's just, it's a winter wonderland. Really? I mean, it's just complete. It and everything around it is completely covered in white. So it, it actually looks pretty cool if you don't have to drive in it. Right. It's beautiful, but, you know, up there... You have to drive. You yeah. have to go to work, and uh, they don't. I'm sure a lot of things closed down, but I'm sure not everything did, which means a lot of people were on those highways and a, a lot of potential for wrecks. Yeah, Oof, one of man. the one of the other reasons why I like it in Central Texas. You know, there's <laughs> right. not you can get everywhere without everything being on a highway, and there's generally less traffic. There's obviously there's what traffic sometimes, but. 
not like it is in DFW exactly. or or yep. in the Austin area. Yeah, and, and again, the folks around here seem like they've been really good about staying off the roads if possible and driving slower. So uh, keep that up. We need that again today. All right, uh, I'm glad Mr. Mosley's okay. He's coming up top of the hour. What do you guys have planned between four and six? We will talk with SickumSports.com editor Kevin Lonquist about Baylor football recruiting. We have audio. We have audio from Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, and every time I hear that man speak, I just am happier about the decision I made to no longer be a Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, I've made some <laughs> some pretty big decisions once I hit 40 in my life, and I'm I'm very happy and and very proud of of almost all of them, including quitting smoking, quitting drinking, and not rooting for the Dallas not Cowboys. For the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> not going back to bartending after the lockdown. That was another pretty pretty decision that worked out really well, but uh, I think you know, not rooting for the Cowboys anymore is pretty high on that list. I don't root against them. Uh-huh. You know, I have uh, most of my friends and family are still Cowboys fans. I'm just not emotionally invested anymore in whether they win, and that's actually been a big source of well i a lot less stressed out and a lot less days ruined mm. when they lose so. I hear you. that's good and i would i would kind of make that not that you should totally divest your emotions from all your favorite sports teams but i would pick one don't have four or five teams that you kind of go on that roller coaster Live with it's die. just too right. much yeah and and i was there I, it was too much so i have baylor you know, there you go. Baylor, football, whatever, I, every sport, which is a lot, but, and I still fell and I still love the Mavericks and the Rangers, but yeah, I don't live, as you say, I didn't, I don't live and die with, the, with their wins and losses anymore. And it's, it's helped out a lot. Cool. Very good. All right. So uh, Matt Mosley coming up four to six, keep it right here for that tomorrow morning, game time back on the air. Those guys, uh, intrepid morning crew, the uh, little bad weather has not slowed them down one bit. They'll be back on the air tomorrow morning, uh, 7 to 9 a.m. That is Tom, Ward, and Ryan. Real quick from the CNC Collision text line. Uh um, You know, I was talking about not being emotionally invested Uh in the Cowboys winning anymore. Old Grumpy Fan just uh, texted on the text line, neither are the Cowboys. Oh, man. Zing right there. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Very nice. Very nice. So uh, game time tomorrow morning on the air, 7 to 9 a.m., right here on ESPN Central Texas. That is your first word in local sports. Birthdays, before we get out of here, um, how about this one to start the birthday list? It's Baylor University's birthday today. I saw that. Yeah, chartered uh, February 1st, 1845, the oldest uh, continually operating uh, institution of higher education in the state of Texas. So happy birthday, Baylor, today. That's awesome. That's How old one. is Baylor? Do you, did it say? 1845. You do the math. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I can attempt to, but we only got a few minutes yeah, left in the, in the program. I'm going to leave it at that. 1845. So happy birthday to Baylor. You work on that. Other birthdays today, February 1st. Uh, Catherine Enriquez, maiden name Nunley. That is uh, Catherine Nunley. Happy birthday to Kaki, uh, now married to Michael Enriquez. And uh, happy birthday to CAC today. Um, always uh, celebrate that. A lot of times Pat and I are on the air together on the day when it's uh, Catherine's birthday. But not today, but happy birthday to Catherine Enriquez. 
Matt Fothery's birthday is today. I know a lot of you know and, and really appreciate Matt Fothery. Happy birthday to him. Ryan Zitch, the specimen. Happy birthday to Ryan uh, today. Brother Roy Marshall, a specimen in his own right uh, on staff at First Woodway uh, Baptist Church. Happy birthday to Brother Roy. Todd Connor, former Baylor uh, football letter winner. Todd Lebo, uh, Kansas City Radio. Happy birthday to Todd Lebo. Justin Anderson's birthday today. Man, good list. Nancy Childs' birthday today. Nathan Orff, former Baylor baseball letter winner. And David Wetzel's birthday is today. David, uh, pride of Goldthwaite, pride of Baylor football, played here now on staff for Coach Dave Aranda. Happy birthday to David Wetzel today, February 1st. So that is a list. Aaron, hmm. whoever you come up with on your list, I don't think it's going to top this one. No, uh, but I have a few. Uh, actor Michael C. Hall, who starred in the Showtime series Dexter, also in the HBO series Six Feet Under, both great series. Not so much the ending of Dexter, but both great series. He turns 52, so happy birthday to Michael C. Hall. Singer and actor Harry Styles turns 29. Former UFC women's heavyweight champion and WWE women's heavyweight champion Ronda Rousey turns 36 today. Polly Shore, the weasel, turns 55. (laughs) And last but not least, Garrett Morris, one of the original cast members of Saturday Night Live, turns 86. Wow, he was funny. He was. He was great. And he's been in so much more than Saturday Night Live, but obviously that's where he got his start, and that's probably still what he's most famous for. Yeah. Very cool. All right, good list there. That is a good list. So great birthday day today. Happy birthday to Baylor University on February 1st. Jared in Waco says 178 years, so I'm going to take his word for it. Happy 178th birthday. Makes sense, yeah. 178. Very good, Jared. Thanks very much. That CNC uh, Collision uh, text line is always open, 254-662-1660. In fact, I got a text, not on that line, but to my personal phone, uh, asking about uh, Stephen Davis. And uh, the question was, who is his dad? Because I said, best to your mom and dad. I was wondering that, too. Okay. uh, I'm sorry to make that clear. His dad is Bob Davis, former um, uh, play-by-play voice for KU. Oh, okay. Many years. Bob Davis, Royals, um, Kansas Jayhawks. Bob is now retired, uh, and he and his wife, uh, Linda, are there still in the Lawrence slash Kansas City area, I think in Lawrence. But Bob Davis is his dad, so Stephen uh, comes by the broadcasting very honestly. And uh, I'm telling you, he is a re- he does a really good job. He does a great job for KU. So that's the answer to that story. All right, we appreciate you being with us. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Be nice to him. It's been a rough day for Matt <laughs> Mosley. Aaron, you t- you treat him with kid gloves, okay? I will. I'll be very nice yeah. to Mario Andretti Mosley. Mario Andretti. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow at 3. We'll talk to you tonight from the Farrell Center. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Wednesday at my local grocery store is $5 sushi day.